Oh my goodness. Christmas came early this year. Make my wish come true. <laughs> All I want for Christmas, Christmas is you. <laughs> oh my good God. Welcome everybody to the Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas and with me as always, Brooke Ryder Dave. Merry Christmas, everybody. Guys, the poll demanded that we review 2006 Black Christmas, the remake, not the 2019, not the one in 1970. The- 1970 but the 2006 remake of black christmas now i just want to i'll get to my rating at the very end but i just want to go ahead and put this i just want to say this right out right off the bat real quick now if you're looking for a horror movie that's like different like cabin in the woods or like surreal like something that a24 does or one of those movies like get out where you have to watch it a bunch of times to get some of the uh little subtle things that you pick up maybe in the background and you appreciate it more with each viewing. Uh, Take your ass somewhere else. This is a horror slasher that knows it is a horror slasher remake and it crossed off everything on my horror movie trope Christmas wish list. And I was smiling the entire time I was watching this thing. Yes, it's not going to win any awards, but it is definitely enjoyable and I loved the casting for this movie. Like, the I didn't actresses. know how many people I knew were in this, actually. Yeah, like all the actresses in there. I'm like, oh, my God, like Katie Cassie. I'm a big fan of her from Arrow. And then, yeah, I didn't know she Lace, was in that. Mary Elizabeth yeah. Winstead is in it. Yeah. Lacey Schaubert from Mean Girls. Um, is, is that the same chick from Eurotrip? Maybe. I'm, oh, I think she's, she's also in. Um, oh, I forget. I just mainly know her from Euro, Eurotrip. Yeah. It's uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think she said it was also she was also in. No, that's uh, Michelle Trickenberg. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, but dude, I was watching this movie. I started watching this movie when I was at work and I had to get back to work after 15 minutes. I did not want to stop. I was I was doing something that I I caught myself doing that I haven't done in a long time when watching a movie. And I caught myself smiling because I was like, yes, this is okay. Like you said, this movie's not going to win any awards. But you know what? It won over my heart. (laughs) <laughs> with all if you just want a nice slasher christmas film in the background during christmas dinner while you're eating your christmas cookies yeah hopefully I, not made out of skin people i implore you please get out your drinking trope bingo cards and make this your drinking game movie for this holiday season because you know this proves that sometimes a bad movie can just catch you like I've complained so many times about like different horror movie tropes and it has all of them, but sometimes it just does it. And I, I, it just catches me in a mood. Maybe I'm just holly jolly because it's the holidays, but I was sitting there watching it and you know, you got everything. You got your jump scares. You got your fake out jump scares. You got your foreshadow, your death foreshadowing. That's about as subtle as a public flogging. You got, your the cheating boyfriend red herring the cheating boyfriend uh, red herring the <laughs> drunken college girls that was the one actress i didn't know but she was my favorite character in this movie what the drunk yeah she was hilarious my, the, you mean the drunk that's passed out on the on the bed my spirit animal <laughs> yeah there you go. oh but oh. anyway uh, but let's let's start this from from the very beginning if you watch this movie 
I do not suggest that you watch it if you're lactose intolerant because this movie is filled with so much cheese. You know what I was thinking? This is like a cross between. This is kind of like if Michael Myers met the Terrifier and they merged into one being. Yeah. If the Krampus and Santa Claus met and made a horror movie, this would be their offspring yeah. of Krampus and Santa Claus. Because you had your silent killer, then you had kind of not a silent killer, but also kind of one, and then it was... Right. So let's yeah. let's let's tag team this movie real quick. Um, With I, scene number one, where you have Claire yeah. writing a nice Christmas card to her strange sister. Yeah, you're going to have to do a lot of this, because... Let me tell you the kind of movie this is. I don't remember, other than Billy, Billy and Agnes. I don't remember anybody's name in this thing. But like, I it's just that girl over there. It's that girl over there. That chick. <laughs> so by all means, walk us through this Christmas classic. Well, you had Claire. She's writing a nice Christmas card to her strange sister, and boom, bag overhead. Boom. Oh, Candy by the way, the don't don't. I made the mistake of trying to listen to this a little bit while I was at work and I had to do something real quick. Don't listen to this with earbuds because that scared, that, that, that jump scare actually scared me. Like, I was doing something and I wasn't really paying attention to the screen at first and then it just, I think I busted my eardrums. <laughs> so just just little little safety tip for those of you who are going to watch this movie. Yeah. All right, continue. Yes, we get our first jump scare, stab through the eye with a candy cane. And then kind of fades the introduction and then you got your introduction to our well the final girl kelly and she's in the car with her boyfriend kyle no before that before that we're at the insane asylum i thought it was after that scene i think that came before because i was right as i was writing notes it went to the insane asylum and i was immediately like oh yes my the first the first of many tropes the the irresponsible security guards and orderlies yeah, well, so yeah, so this film hops back and forth from the sorority house to the San Asylum, back to the seventies. We go through all the seventies, all the way through the to through the nineties. It jumps yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And instead of us jumping back and forth, just go ahead and give the backstory of Billy real quick, so we don't have to be like, oh, and then the flashback happens. Okay, so you have Billy, a the main killer here. He has jaundice. Jaundice, which makes his skin yellow, and basically makes his mother hate him. He he had a pretty rough upbringing, to say the least. Yeah, so his mother and her new boyfriend kill his father, bury mm-hmm. him in the basement, mm-hmm. and then lock Billy in the attic. the attic. Yeah, And then sometime down the line, the mother is sexually frustrated one Christmas Eve with her new husband who can't get it up, and then she rapes her son, Billy, and gets pregnant and they have a child, Agnes. a little baby girl, yeah. Agnes, unbeknownst to the, the new husband, doesn't have any idea that that happened. Then later on down the line into the 90s, Agnes is basically living the childhood that Billy was robbed of. Everybody like loves her, and he's just watching them from the attic kind of have the ideal Christmas together. He snaps, tries to kill Agnes, gouges her eye out. Uh, yeah, gouges her eye out. Kills the step. I'm just gonna call him the stepfather. The yeah. stepfather with a one of many oh, phallic-shaped yeah. items in the yes. movie, and, and then kills his mother, strangles her, and then makes Christmas cookies with the skin off her back. Oh, that was so gross. A growing boy needs his protein. Anyway, so that that's the big flashback. 
that people reference to throughout the movie. So now that that is out of the way, we don't have to keep going back to it. Yeah. So at the uh, same asylum, you got this Santa Claus kind of gets lost and heads over that way. They're like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I was looking for the children's wing. Because apparently the children's wing is in the same building as the criminally insane. Because that makes all the sense in the world. I love, I love the security guard. He said, this isn't no place for civilians. And then he looks at him and he's like, hey, you want to take a look at the crazy person? Yeah. <laughs> like the worst security guard ever. Right. So then Billy puts like a little little gift out for the security guard. He opens it. It's just a note that says, I'll be home for Christmas. That's kind of nice. Yeah. And then the security guard looks back in there, sees that he's not there with the toilet broken open. So he rushes in there and Billy stabs him in the neck with a candy cane. That's kind of two separate scenes, but for the long and short of it is that Billy escapes the mental asylum. Yeah. And that was the reason the Santa Claus was there. The Santa Claus was there for no other reason for him to get stabbed. And Billy grabs his disguise and as a Santa and gets out of there. Yeah, <laughs> carries carries the guy off in the in the Santa sack with I guess just the arm sticking out, but nobody notices. <laughs> yeah, so now we're back at the sorority house for good. And the sorority house, you have your classic tropes. You have like the preppy prissy girl, yeah. who the spoiled girl. You have the uh, Laurel Lance, who is supposed to be our survivor girl, um, yeah. a um, drunk sorority den mother. Um, you the have the drunk chick. Yeah, the drunk chick. And then you have the quiet, nerdy girl. And I think uh, then you have one or two random, like, typical what you would think of when you hear sorority house girl. For the most part, yeah. Okay. And everybody, it's funny because, so it's Christmas Eve, and their fraternity house is in the same house of Billy the serial killer, Billy the killer, which, do, do they just do that? Do they just, do, do colleges just do that? They just, be like, I you guess, know what? I mean, the house was near college, and after he went crazy, the house probably went like, you know what? on the let's, market for really cheap, so. Let's just turn this, uh, into this a sorority house, ser- yeah. serial killer house into a sorority house. And I guess it's a tradition, because Billy's story is so famous that they have a tradition at the sorority house where they leave a Christmas present out for Billy, which is very weird. Yeah. And the girls there, all of them are feeling a little bit different. You have a couple of them who are like into the Christmas spirit. One of them's drunk. The other one doesn't even want to be there. And the den mother's trying to get everybody in the Christmas spirit. Like, hey, everybody, we need to like open up gifts and blah, blah, blah. And then that's when we get our first flashback, which we explained earlier. And then you have Megan in her room. Watching porn. At, well, a video of her sleeping with Kelly's boyfriend. I guess it was uploaded to the internet, and then she hears a noise coming from the attic. Which, apparently in a, a sorority house filled with w- uh, women, <laughs> she was able to hear a wind-up snow globe coming all the way from the attic. I think it's because her room was right next to the attic. I, I I, know, even still, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's so funny. The, the, the sorority girls were nice enough to just kind of keep it down for that scene to happen. Yeah, so she goes up to the attic... She goes Dead. up to the attic. Apparently, she's like, all right, who's messing with me? Because <laughs> apparently people are trying to mess with her. And she she gets the bag over the head treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Another stab. It's eyes gouged lot, out. Yeah. A lot of eye gouging in this scene or in this movie. Evidently, that's the thing that Billy and Agnes like to do is gouge eyes. Every, every, well, we don't know it's Agnes at this point. Yeah. Agnes survives, by the way, when Billy went to gouge her eyes out. Uh, when she was a child. Already, spoiler alert at the end, yeah. she's tag teaming these girls with her brother slash father killing off these sorority girls. Yeah, it's just weird. After that happened, I believe her name was Eve that comes downstairs. 
I don't know. Remember, I just call him that yeah. girl. Well, the nerdy one that's girl. like the nerdy girl who's really obsessed with uh, Billy. Was she obsessed with Billy? I think she was the one. Yeah, that they end up going into a room finding all the, like research on him. Yeah, so she she gives a present to I'm gonna call her Laurel Lance because that's the only I don't know her name from yeah, Arrow. Kelly. Yeah, gives Kelly. her a present, which is a, which is a unicorn head. Is it a, a yeah. ceramic unicorn head, which with the longest horn? And I'm like, that's not foreshadowing at all. Thank you so much for the stabby gift. I'm sure this will come into play at no point in the future. And then everyone's asking her plant, and then they all turn away, and then she's gone. Yeah, she's just out of there. Okay, not weird at all. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Some weird stuff keeps happening throughout the house. We, they get, we get phone another calls. They keep getting phone calls from a mysterious voice that says. She's my family now. Yeah. And with whimpering and cries in the background, and they think it's a prank caller, and it keeps well, happening throughout the night. comes from Eve's phone and then uh, Megan's phone. So basically, as he's killing them, he's using their phone to make phone calls to the house. Mm. And then Lee comes in, who is the estranged sister of... Clara? Claire? Claire's estranged sister. I guess I do remember one or two of the names. Yeah. And she's like, where's my sister? We were supposed to meet up. They're like, oh, we thought she was with you. Was Claire the was Claire the one who got stabbed in the attic? Claire was the one who got killed in the very oh, she, beginning. Oh, she was the one who yeah. got killed at the very beginning. Yeah, because she was writing a Christmas card to for, her sister. Because yeah. for the rest of the time, she's basically, her corpse is up in the attic. In the rocking chair, yeah. Yeah. And also, around the same time, what's-her-name's boyfriend shows up. Yep, he's breaks into the sorority house because he wants to spend time with Laura Lance for her for Christmas. He wants to take her to his apartment, and they well, spend that's time there. What he says, but he broke into Megan's room to delete that video. Yeah, yeah. which uh, <laughs> she just kept up on the screen, which with the screensaver, which is of course a floating eyeball, which is her screensaver little bouncy thing. Whenever the screen yeah, goes that black. was weird when I saw that. Her oh, oh, like, what oh, is that? I loved it so much. I was like, oh my god, you guys aren't even trying to be subtle. I love it. Right? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Nobody would have that as their <laughs> as their thing. And they're like, well, was Megan in a room? He's like, I don't know. Which should be fair, he didn't know because <laughs> she, she wasn't. Yeah, they're like, you were just in there. How do you know if she was? In? So they're looking in the room and stuff. So what, at this, so he he had hooked up with Kelly, correct? Yeah, they're dating. No, not Kelly. Uh, the the girl who's watching the porn. Megan, like I guess they hooked up. They hooked up at one point, supposedly before he got together with Kelly. Yeah, that's what someone, he says anyway. Yeah, and someone takes his took his tape and up. I, mean, I love that he's trying to explain it because Kelly ends up finding it. She, they're all looking around, yeah. trying to find trying to find Megan. Was it? Yeah. Trying to find Megan and She's she, like, maybe she left an email on her computer. She she looks that and makes sees no sense, yeah. She looks and sees the the video. I love that the guy's trying to explain it to her, like, look, this was before I met you and somebody stole my tapes. And I'm like, dude, why would you even admit that you have tapes? <laughs> yeah. She's like, Oh my god, do you have tapes of me? And then everyone just kinda destroys the guy. They're like, Get out of here, asshole, kick him oh, out of the house. Oh, leads to one of my favorite lines of the entire <laughs> just this sums up this phrase sums up exactly what this movie is and why i was smiling through all the whole time uh Kel- kelly is the one who he's who he was currently with right yeah he's like kelly i really care about you fuck all you bitches yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that is a line from the movie and yeah it was, was a great uh, line 
just just <laughs> that, that it's just so ridiculous i care about you so much fuck you and then lacy sobert's character chilling rush off merry christmas jackass oh my god all right this movie just keeps on giving oh, it gives and gives and Some, gives. sometimes it just gives too much i mean yeah. so anyway continuing on he leaves the house and uh what was claire's sister's name is it lee lay Lee, yeah. Lee, Lee uh, is downstairs, and she notices they're, they're kind of reminiscing because she used to be a sorority sister too back in the day. And she's like, "Oh, you guys still leave out a gift for Billy?" Yeah, but then she notices is, she's like, "Oh, a gift from Billy. That's new." And this like, is a oh. gift from Billy, not to Billy. And they open it up, and it's uh, something from the flashback. It's a gift that he got when he was a kid, along yeah. with a little baby doll thing with the eyes gouged out. Yeah, it was Agnes's baby yes. doll. Yeah. So, at this point, I think the lights go out. The electricity goes out. Power goes out, yeah. Which, another funny thing, at this point, the power goes out, but somehow the lighting in the place gets better. Yeah, all the Christmas lights stayed on. All the Christmas lights stay on, and somehow, also, the the house is much better lit when the electricity supposedly goes off. And then they all kind of break off into groups, where you got Michelle Trachenberg taking care of her drunk sorority sister. Which leads to Billy peeping in on her in the shower. From you get the, the gratuitous nude scene. Yeah. And then you got Lee and Lisa Shubert's character trying to get the power back on. Which they apparently keep the circuit breaker under the house. Not in a basement, but literally under, under the, house. the house. Like, you have to go outside, get on your hands and knees, and go into a crawl space in order to get to the circuit breaker. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I was like, is that something that's common in That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, is that like a common thing? Do, do they make it so that you because have to... Because I know my circuit breaker's in the back room. I get the basement. But yeah, no, I get this is, you have yeah. to get You have to get your shoes on, you have to get your coat on, you have to go outside, undo the padlock, get on your hands and knees, crawl yeah, under the house. Yeah, you belly crawl, yeah. You have to belly crawl under the house to find the circuit breaker. Yeah, that, I've never heard of anything like that. Whatever, but it's under there. Yeah. And... Another sorority girl goes under there, gets offed. Yeah. She gets a hoe to the head. She gets a hoe to the head. One of those trowels to the back of the head. At this point, so how many how many dead bu- uh, people have we have so far now? We have Claire. We have her, the one who got the trowel to the head. Megan. Oh, and uh, the one girl who's, like, missing that we haven't. She just, like, up and left. That's Eve. Yeah, Eve. You got the security guard and Santa, so that's six so far. All right. So half of the sorority girls want to get in the car and leave. Say, hey, we got to get out of here. Let's stick together, get out of here, and and try to find help. The other half are saying, well, we don't know where Claire is. And if she comes back and we're not here, there's going to be, you know, she might get killed. So Yeah, because they discovered, I think they discovered Eve's body in her car. And then they're like, oh. And they also discovered, yeah, they discovered Eve's decapitated head in there. And then they saw a bunch of blood in the crawl space under the, where the circuit breaker would be. And then they call the cops, and they're like, we have dead bodies. The cops are like, we'll be there in two hours. Two hours. Because apparently it's so awful outside, which, I mean, it was snowing. But, I'm but, just saying, realistically, if you call the cops, like, hey, we have dead bodies here. I don't I, think I, they'll I, tell you two hours. Are you, from the exchange on the phone, one of the things had to have been, are you sure she was murdered? <laughs> yeah. Yes, her head is on the floor. I'm sure she's murdered. Yeah, if you um, tell people uh, there's someone murdering people at her house, I don't think the cops will ever be like, yeah, it's going to be about two hours, Chief. 
hey, hey, uh, you know, just uh, hang in there. Just hang in there. You know, uh, we'll 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 get out there at some point. So half of them want to leave, and the other half want to stay. So they do the best of both worlds, and they split up. <laughs> and half go out to the car, and the so other the half house stick around. Mother leaves with like the preppy straight A. Now at this point, girl, yeah. At this point, you know how sometimes when you you you'll hear a line spoken in a movie, and you know, all right, well that was obviously supposed to garner a response from like the audience. Yeah. That when they're figuring out what to do. Laura Lance Kelly, she was like, we're sisters, start acting like it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, really? Because you like, all kind of like, geez. don't act like it. Like one of them, the one who's actually the sister of somebody, Claire, says she doesn't even really know her sister. Yeah. But apparently is willing to stick around and die for her. And everybody like, else is always families. like, like passively, yeah. aggressively bad mouthing each other. But. Uh, we're sisters and I'm like really because you guys kind of sound like you don't stand each other signed from like maybe one or two of you but i like the scene where they're like in the car and she gets started and she hands her the snow brush and the girl goes what's this and yeah at, and at that point stuck up southern girl and den mother both get killed yeah. Which Billy somehow snuck into uh, snuck into the car. Like, Billy can just sneak into things like a mole rat or something. He just yeah. gets in there without anybody noticing yeah, and like, kills. I mean, how do you get into a car without knocking any of the snow off? Without Being knocking any the of the snow. From the Midwest, I know that kind of. So was he just was do? he just chilling out in there waiting? He could have been like that. He's been killing like so it's either so either he somehow snuck into the car while she, they, she was outside brushing off the ice or he got into the car and was waiting there hoping that they would come in there yeah like did he like shut off the power and then go into the car it's serial killer logic he i guess he knew what he was doing yeah i guess he had a game plan he so, knew what they do so while all that's going on inside the house you have Claire's sister Kelly and uh What's Kelly's boyfriend's name? Who he shows up? Kyle, but you still also have uh, drunk girl, drunk girl, and the one that was taking care of her. And then they're all well. Kyle didn't show up yet because there was a four of them looking at the car, wondering why they're not going anywhere yet. Yes. So Kelly and Lee go downstairs to check it out, and then boom, Michelle Trickenberg gets a ice skate to the head. Yeah, she she gets jumped. She gets jumped back over yeah. the head, but. Fights back a little bit. Ice skate to the back of the head. So she's out. Yeah, and then we got one of like the cringiest scenes in the movie where I guess Billy since got out of the car, made his way upstairs, and it was now sexually assaulting a drunk girl. Before he <laughs> now, now that was really wrong, but I laughed when she woke up and ha- yeah. just had that realization of her because she's kind of passed out a little bit drunk and she's woken up by you just see kind of you don't see the actual hand, but you see like what is a hand under a cover yeah. like starting to caress her yeah. and then go down you know go downstairs and she's initially you know she's kind of out of it and she's uh you see her moaning you know the sensual moaning and and her you know she's kind of smiling and the look on her face when she woke up like <laughs> just yeah. the sudden realization of like w- 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 wait a second <laughs> what is going on here yeah. <laughs> it, just, it went from the best dream she's ever had to the worst realization she's ever witnessed <laughs> she yeah. ever had and she goes to grab uh another another phallic shaped stabbing thing and and goes to stab at whatever's messing with her and, and misses and she she gets off she misses the stab and 
Boom, stabbed in the eye. Bad. Boom, stabbed to the eye. Horrible way to go. Just, just yeah. I mean, she. we've seen eye stabbings, but I mean, that, I mean, <laughs> just, Jeez. just, it, she, she went through so many emotions. Yeah. Just, just, it went from pleasure to confusion to horrified. Yeah. <laughs> and then eye stab. Like, that's it was really good face acting by the actress too that yeah it really was i mean yeah. that's again you I, really it, don't get like great acting moments in these movies but that was like one of them like just with facial expressions yeah i'll admit that was pretty good just i mean i, I kind of feel bad for laughing but it was just the, just the sudden realization and her going oh, oh shit yeah realizing oh th- this ain't good <laughs> and yeah so they uh, go back upstairs. They go back upstairs, find her Kelly, dead body. Yeah. And then find and then Kyle comes in and they're like, Oh, what? Start blaming each other. She's like, No, none of you guys did this. It was Billy. He's here. Yes, Billy's here. They try to call one of their sorority sisters' phones and realize it's coming from the attic. They all three of them, at least they stuck together. Yeah. They well at this point there's many times they should have just left but apparently they're still sticking around on the off chance that claire is still around yeah i guess it's because when they call they keep getting the phone call from billy this time on their cell phone him still saying uh they're my family now but they keep hearing a whimper and cry in the background so they keep thinking all right that's probably claire they go up to the attic boom it's agnes that snatches up kyle gouges out dude's eyes and then eats them that's another thing the a lot of cannibalism uh, going on yeah. in there in in this movie then uh so kyle's out of here yeah kyle's dead and gone they, there's a struggle lee falls through the floor lee back because they're in the attic she falls through one of the soft spaces in the floor at this point i wrote in my notes ladies if you think this is at all an empowering movie because it's like an all-female cast mostly against one homicidal guy one killer guy i maybe it is because it just shows that it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman everyone makes dumb choices in a slasher movie because they're just sitting there screaming and then watching they still think it's billy uh but it's agnes but Um, at this scene i think kelly figures it out she's like we're not your family, Agnes. Yeah, five. They're, but they stare at her for like five minutes as she's like putting candles up in the room and showing off all the dead bodies. Yeah, that she's and portraying. And yeah. All they do is just sit back and scream and look at. I'm like, you guys should have been out of here. Like when they, she started lighting candles, you guys needed to get out of here. Well, tonight's the night that Daddy comes home, and then Billy comes out. Billy of the comes out wall. through the floor. Billy comes out through the floor, but it's also the ceiling. Yeah, it, it's weird. <laughs> he comes so out. Of, he burrows out of the floor, but they're in the attic. Yeah, I, I just know. realized that right now. Wait a second. Yeah. He burrowed out of the floor, but he's in the attic. Yeah, it, it was such a weird scene. And then oh, Kelly the, the, and Agnes. The, the, the movie just keeps giving me presents. It's, Kelly it, and Agnes struggle, and then boom, they fall through like the floor in between walls. Agnes drops to the basement. Kelly falls like a story. And at the same time, the candles that she lit started setting the house on fire yeah and then yeah kelly screaming for lee to wake up because she's in the walls and she she has billy coming from the top to get her and agnes coming from the bottom and then they pull her from the wall at the same time a flint the tree that caught on fire falls down with billy onto agnes so you think that's the end of the movie right they they get away uh they get away agnes is uh, the house is getting burned burned up, and Kelly is in the hospital. Lee's there, and 
So she's in the hospital and it's being reported on the news. Homicidal maniac and something's on a killing spree again, blah, blah, blah. And then you have terrible hospital staff, like every movie. And apparently Get everybody just gone. Head. Everybody just left the hospital all at one yeah, point. Yeah, you got the Emmy getting drunk while he's doing it. Body bag movies. He's like, what is this? He opens Agnes's. She's just laying still. And then Billy comes out and up at him. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even a sneak attack. Like, he walks slowly towards him. And he's like, no, no, don't do anything. Instead of just, you know, getting the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Boom, he's dead. And then they take Kelly to get x-rays, I believe. Yeah. And that's when they kill Lee. So Lee's dead. Yeah, and then Kelly comes back to the room. She's like, where's Lee? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she went to the bathroom, the nurse tells her. And then the nurse disappears. I love how people just Just act like this. Like, we didn't find the serial killer's body, but we're not going to have any kind of security on the women that he was terrorizing well i mean they're both considered dead i guess that's why they're in body bags yes but well still there should be some type of there should like, be some kind i mean they don't know for sure that that's he's dead yeah or just or at the very least just have some kind of security yeah even if it is shitty security that just lets civilians walk in the crazy person board just something and so this leads to like the final shutout kelly sees the light fixture above her filled with blood. Mm-hmm. That's, that was actually Again, cool visual. Again, somehow the, the, the Billy family just knows how to burrow up in there. Yeah, they know how to burrow into anything, evidently. So Agnes attacks her, and Kelly shocks her face with a defibrillator. Mm-hmm. Bam. And then she's, like, trapped in the room. She has to break the window to mm-hmm. open the door for the other side. How does no one hear a window breaking in the entire hospital i don't know and then they're struggling and they trip over like the janitor's cart or whatever or like a nurse's cart Mm -hmm. with the nurse in front of them and they did nothing it's like two nurses that didn't do anything at that after that point just kind of saw what's going on and just kind of went the other way you don't get paid to do things yeah you have one of your patients getting chased by a yellow man not getting chased by the guy from sin city yeah, not going to do anything about that one. So they struggle, and they're by the stairs, and Kelly tosses them over. And he's impaled on a flag object on top of a Christmas tree. And that's the end of the movie. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Christmas. Okay, but, man, I'm, again, this movie, objectively, not, it has everything that I usually hate in horror movies but i i don't know it just caught me on the right day in a right kind of mood that like whenever i yeah. knew something was coming up i, w- I was sitting there oh like <laughs> like when at one point one of the sorority girls is out there and she's trying to smoke a cigarette and then the icicle above her is like dripping which weirdly it's supposedly like below zero out there, but the, but apparently cold enough or but warm enough warm for enough the for icicle. Ice to melt. Yeah, but cold, warm enough for the ice to melt, and it, it shows the icicle. I'm like, oh, well, obviously somebody's gonna be getting it with an icicle. And then when it eventually was the sorority den mother, I was like, come on, yeah. come on, come on. Yes, yes, it did it. You did it. You did yes, what you foreshadowed you were yeah. going to do. And <laughs> same thing when she had a hot poker and placed it in her yeah. mouth with the uh uh with a marshmallow in there i'm like yeah. well there's no reason why you would zoom in on a shot like that there's certainly you're not going to use that hot poker for something and then that was used to like stab agnes in the eye yeah i was, I was man like 
again, perfect drinking movie. Perfect yes. movie to have a bunch. If there was any movies that I wanted to do, like are like a live stream or live commentary on while we watch it, it would have been this be one. Yeah. It's like again the terrifier mixed with take the over the top and goofiness of the terrifier it was like the terrifier christmas it was like a terrifier christmas that's the best that's the best way to put it if if, if art the clown uh was doing stuff on christmas it would go a little something like this but, absolutely but there was only one thing i couldn't stand and, and that was the kids in this oh man <laughs> the kids really didn't do much in this movie though no. Oh wait. Are there actually kids in this? Oh, I forgot. I was waiting for you to go, Chris. There weren't any kids in this. Oh, oh. You know what? You're absolutely right, Dave. Hey, if you want to hear us talk about how much Chris hates kids, we're gonna be doing yeah. an upcoming episode. That is gonna be an upcoming episode. But there were in fact kids in this movie. There's Kid Billy and then Kid Agnes. And Kid Agnes. But if you want to hear uh, two thirty-year-olds talking about kids and it not be awkward, listen to our future hashtag Chris hates kids episode. Because Chris does, in fact, hate kids. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. But, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and get to ratings on this real quick. Or, no, let's go to Kill of the Movie. Um, Kill of the Movie. So many, like, gory different kills. I'm going to go with the ice skate, because I feel like that's a nice callback to Halloween H2O. Uh, ice skate to the back of the head? Yeah. You know, out of all the gory ones and stuff like that... Uh, mine is the, the the kill that we didn't even get to see really on screen, and that's the one with the drunk girl. Just because of everything that led up to it and how horrible it was. Yeah. Just, just, you know, she's a, she's already getting she's already in the midst of a hangover. Yeah. And she, she passed out asleep. She wakes up to that feeling that is initially pleasurable until she wakes up and realizes what's actually happening, and the look on her face is. Is just like you said. She did a lot with her face in that because we saw yeah. just regular, then slow to uh, sensual pleasure, then confusion, confusion. then and, fright, then yeah, and then she the, and then she gets off. And I just you know that's a horrible way to wake up. Yeah, terrible way to be woken up. Um, so that's definitely mine. But okay, I mean, so weirdly, it was the one death we, I don't think we even saw because it like cut away. Well, her and then the stuck-up girl that died in the car, we just saw a bunch of blood. We saw blood, but we didn't even see blood with uh, with drunk girl. No, they just go in the room and her eyes are gone. And so, rating-wise, this is going to be tough for me if I'm going to try to go by my scale. Objectively, now, (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes score... 15. I say nay. Is that what the Rotten Tomatoes score It's a 15% on the old tomato meter, but I... I get it. <laughs> I, I totally understand why it's a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomato. It's it's not. Yeah. Now the thing is, because this was and then a thirty-eight uh, percent audience score. I think that if they tweaked it a little bit, they could have kept everything in this, and it would have been something like a Cabin in the Woods type movie, in which yeah. it's like the, the the problem is this came out in two thousand six, where it knew if if all of this was tongue in cheek and very like, all right, we know this is a remake slasher movie. Uh, from the seventies and stuff like that, and, and w- there's there had to have been some kind of like girl power like message in there because it was all about sororities and you have frat dude and uh, so many phallic imagery or so much phallic symbols in okay, it. Okay, so I have uh, two critic uh, reviews here that I that I just love and I had to share. All right, go ahead. One guy says, "This is 
got Tobias says it's just another witless trip to the slaughterhouse. Fair. Touche, sir. Yes, it's it fair. is. And then you got Trace Thurman who says editing horrendous. Mm-hmm. The tone is all over the place. Yeah. But the gore is over the top fun. It's a trashy mess. Yeah. Yet it's still dumb fun. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. It's trashy dumb fun. Yes. It is not a good film by any means. Absolutely. God, not. it's so enjoyable. But man, I had a lot of fun watching it. And yes. I and this would this is the perfect movie to watch with a group of friends. Take, Absolutely. take get one or two drinks in you. Uh everybody gather around and just just this movie is fun to just tear apart and to just laugh at. This is one of the funniest comedies of 2006. Really? Because I, I was laughing a good portion of the time. And it's even funnier because I know it's not meant to be taken as a comedy. Because yeah. in 2006, I'm sure they thought that this was going to be awesome. Yeah. And I think that if this came out now, just of how ridiculous it is, it probably would have gotten a better score just because of how over the top the violence is and just how like tropey it is. I think yeah, people would watch it and like, be like, Oh, they're trying to be make it like yes. a cabin in the woods Christmas movie. They're trying to Oh, they're they know what they're doing. They're trying to they're poking fun at at these kinds yeah. of movies. But the fact that they were doing all this completely serious thinking that the, this movie is not scary. No. It's more than funny funny than anything, but the, yeah. it, it thinks it's terrifying. I mean it has jump scares if you want to say that but and i think that they they're they're also relying a little too much on the uh shock factor of we're gonna have this mother uh molest her son and we're gonna have him yeah cannibalize her and we're gonna have eaten eyeballs and we're, uh, this girl who's woken up by the guy playing with her hoo-ha and yeah. we're, but if you go into I mean, that and just just go into it knowing it's going to be ridiculous and it's going to touch some uncomfortable things. And if you go into it and you are like, it's exactly what you like. If you have a thought about what's going to happen in the movie, it's probably going to happen. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's what predictable. You, it's it's very predictable. If you're watching it and you're like, well, I mean, why would they say that for? It, it's I mean, the, one of the lines starts off with they're talking. They have lines like burying the hatchet when in a slasher yeah. movie, which <laughs> no reason to to put that phrase in there. Yeah, I love that. She's like, yeah, me and my estranged sister. No, I think they said, oh, Claire's supposed to bury the hatchet with her estranged sister. Another girl goes, when they said that, I was if like, I was met with my sister, I'd bury the hatchet in her head. I was like, yes, yes, bury the hatchet. hatchet. Yes. <laughs> I was cheering when I heard that. Yes, bury the hatchet. This is, this is what I'm here for. Like, I feel like the writer and directors and producers just had a checklist of all the slasher movies. They must have snuck into my house. At, at, well, I, well, this came out in 2006 and yeah. saw my checklist. Yeah, they're just going, check, naked scene, check. Naked scene, yep. Uh, uh, asshole boyfriend, yep. Got check. that. Bad dialogue, check. Uh, over, over the top dialogue, uh, uh, right next to a person with very stilted dialogue, check. Yeah. Order orderlies that are horrible at their job and check. Just Hustle again, no one works at. Get your bingo check. cards out. Yeah. I'm happy that you know my vote for the poll would have been for Maniac because uh, I've seen the one with Elijah Wood, but I haven't seen the original. And yeah. I like the one with Elijah Wood, but I was if, happy that we got this one. This one was actually a treat. Yeah. It. I wasn't sure if I've seen this movie before. If I, I saw it a long time ago when it first came out, and I. And yeah. I was, but I didn't know any of the actors or actresses back in 2006. I would have been like 14, 15. So 
I wasn't really yeah. paying attention to that. And then, Me but no. now I was like, oh, that's Laurel from Arrow. That's, yeah. That's well, uh, I mean, Ramona still... from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I still stand by the fact that uh, Katie Cassidy should have been the Nancy Thompson, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? But, you know, this is probably going to be the last episode of the year. Uh, I'm hoping to drop this on Christmas, but hopefully also by this time uh, we'll have that contest that'll be getting wrapped up and uh, rewrites. I'm hoping that the rewrites that people are digging that because at the current time I'm yeah. editing our first rewrites. It's almost done. Yeah, that should. I'm actually having really fun listening to this because yeah. I think the rewrites are going to be a really fun thing because it's I'm having fun editing this stuff and I like the back and forth. Your Adam Sandler one turned out a lot cooler like than anything i was thinking of and i'm just going back and listening yeah. to it and i was like you know what i could see that i i'd go watch that movie but i have to rewatch some miss just figure out that rewrite because it's killing me i can't yeah, and figure out i haven't for. written one word of the fear street one yet either we're gonna do the next rewrite next or it's going to be hashtag chris hates kids for a special episode of us talking about good and bad children's performances in movies and horror movies specifically so yeah. that'll be that'll be uh that'll be a fun one uh yeah so we got a lot of fun stuff coming up different stuff we're throwing out before and, we start uh, season two yeah and season two starts up in january if i'm not mistaken yeah it, do we know who gonna, our first guest is going to be uh do you believe uh alex showers from the scream podcast with alex showers should be and we're doing guest. scream is that correct yeah the first two episodes will be about scream since yep. the new one's coming out on the 14th so that'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to going back and watching. The, I've seen Scream maybe once or twice, but it's been a couple of years since I've watched the original. So I'll have fun watching that. I've seen Scream over a thousand guys. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen anything other than the first one. Really? So this will all be new for me. So oh, we'll Scream be in your, 3 it will be a treat for you. You need to watch that we'll, now. So we will be specifically in your wheelhouse uh, in January. Yeah, the first couple weeks, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And this upcoming season, we'll have a couple of new faces and a couple of familiar ones returning to the Body Bag Podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. And keep an eye out. We'll be trying to put in some multiple contests as well as special rewrites and just a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yeah, so uh, make sure if you want to reach out, if you have any ideas on what you'd like to see us do, reach out to us on Body Bag Podcast pod at instagram and body bag podcast on twitter and from us here at the body bag podcast we hope that you guys have a good rest of the holiday season and we look forward to seeing you guys in 2022 have a good year everybody